Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you could rate this five stars on any audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all sorts of other platforms like that, then that would be massively appreciated. Right, back to the episode. Cheers. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Three left. Three left. And then I actually get to have a Christmas break. But I'm not going to moan because it's completely self-imposed, as all (laughs) of the deadlines are here at Absolute Bedlam. Um, Tonight we've got Mindset by Dave, a.k.a. Dave Cottrell. How's it going? Are you well? Um, Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, appreciate your uh, persistence and uh, potentially getting booked four to five months before the date <laughs> of recording. But that is the earliest I've ever been booked for a podcast. <laughs> life is crazy, man. My uh, schedule is starting to slow down now. But, um, I went through a phase of booking quite a lot of people on Twitch. Yeah. And people can be quite... Um, hard to pin down a lot of people on twitch seem to live in their own little ecosystem and when they've got people outside their ecosystem they can get a bit awkward sometimes i find yeah um, so i've just booked like i think i've potentially done three or four in a row now of twitch well we're all we're all just a bunch of introverts trying to pretend to be yeah. extroverts basically so performance mode yeah <laughs> so yeah um, what have you been up to today? Have you had a day off or have you been... I've had the worst day ever. You don't want to ask that question today. I've not had uh-huh. the worst day ever, maybe. Um, I've literally had to I've recently had to move my house over to a three-phase um electricity supply because we swapped out. We live in the middle of nowhere and we had an oil central heating system. We replaced it with a with an electric central heating system. Um and I had spent t- well, no, about three and a half hours of today on calls, mostly of which were hold, trying to actually get an energy supplier to take, a, you know, credit <laughs> for this yeah. system. And nobody seems to want to, which is a uh... so I mean, on the plus <laughs> side, I'm technically getting my electricity for free right now. On okay. the downside, that's definitely going to come back to bite me in the ass at some point. Yeah. That's yeah, man. Like but that yeah, on. today's supposed to be my big admin day on a Monday, and I did a life admin instead of doing work admin. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's really important though to do like a sort of entertainer slash influencer admin because quite a lot of people I watch on YouTube and Twitch and musicians as well because stuff just instantly comes up, you know, and you're just expected to react to it. Yeah. Um, there's a YouTuber that I used to watch a long time ago called Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight. And he's still on YouTube, but he's not quite as relevant as he used to be. He used to be very popular. He was one of the original like World of Warcraft sort of rage quit. Um, stereotypical fat guy drinking Gatorade, ordering McDonald's to his house. And he hit some serious numbers in his heyday. Mm. And he started getting to the point where he was getting fan letters and fan mail and people were emailing him and finding out his address and stuff. And it was starting to get a bit mental. And he said, I had to have two hours a week of just replying to people because otherwise (laughs) it can get a bit, feels like you're kind of having a one-way conversation all the time, especially on YouTube where you don't have a chat window. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think that's really important to do. So you're definitely on the right path there. It's just a shame that uh, real life happens. (laughs) 
So, yeah. yeah, it was not a fun day. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully this will get better. Can you remember how school was for you? Or start at the well, beginning? Yeah, unfortunately, I can remember how school was for me. School was terrible. Um, school, I was quite bright for the school I was in. Um, I have ADHD, which means that obviously back then, instead of being diagnosed with ADHD, I was one of those kids that gets it but gets bored too easily slash all of that uh, and I made the very silly mistake of actually answering questions when I knew them um in class and I was in I, I, like my accent's a little bit softer than it used to be these days but I am actually from Liverpool and I went to the 14th worst school in the country so uh, it didn't go down too well because apparently I made everybody else look thick and as far as I'm concerned, they made themselves look thick. But anyway, um, so I got bullied horrendously um, for in school, um, with the exception of when I went when I moved up to a year eleven. I moved forty five minutes down the road from from Liverpool to a little town called Southport, and I had a shaved head and a Scouse accent, so nobody bothered picking on me at that point. So, you know, in Liverpool, a shaved head and a Scouse accent is normal. In a, in Southport, it's it's a, all right. I best be mates with him kind of situation. <laughs> so yeah, the first four years of high school were horrendous. You remember the naughtiest thing that you did that you can disclose through Statue of Limitations. Oh, the naughtiest thing I did. So I actually heard you ask this question to um to Starship Trooper when I was listening yeah. the other day, and I thought, yeah, yeah. oh god, he's going to ask me this, and I thought, you know what. I'm going to answer it and I'm going to be honest. So in it was either in year nine or year 10, because it was before I left Liverpool. We um, There was this shop and we used to always nick stuff from there. And um, basically we, we came up with this between me and like four of my mates. And I'm going to say mates in heavy inverted commas here. And to be fair, they were like my only mates in the whole school. Like we were the, we were the nerdy kids. We were that group between me and that group, uh, it was we decided to to plan a heist, uh, and the heist was to go into this shop that we used to like maybe nick penny sweets from or whatever. And I was my job was to create a diversion, and the way to create a diversion, I cannot believe you're getting this story out of me. By the way, um, <laughs> is the way to create the diversion was to essentially shuffle all of the porn mags on the top shelf into one big pile in front of the in and, and then run out the door with them and obviously and the idea being that the shopkeeper would be like you know that's 100 quid worth of porn or whatever yeah, um, yeah. and would leave after me and therefore my friends would be free to just completely honestly ransack the shop um basically i so i did this and then the shopkeeper didn't even notice that i'd done this so i'm out the door in the in basically free and clear and uh, because the diversion didn't work, one of the guys from our group was like, hey, look, that lad's just run off with a load of porn. And then, <laughs> and then obviously I get chased down like Everton Park Road, basically um, <laughs> like carrying this all this porn. And I get away and my mates just get bags full of like crisps and sweets and drinks yeah. and all sorts. Um and then they obviously they, they basically get all gets reported to the school. And the reason I said about the mates in inverted commas um, was it was their idea. And like they thought it was their idea. They thought the porn thing would be a great diversion. 
the idea was that we because it was all lads we'd all share the freaking the whole of the of the porn and the sweets and it would be great and all the rest of it and basically what they decided to do was not take any of the porn off me um not give me any of the sweets and then when the school got word of it uh, basically because no because they didn't no one saw the sweets get stolen they just saw me running off with all this stuff my mates actually full-on grasped me up and uh and and uh basically like you know told on me and then so i had a lovely reputation following me around for quite some time that I was a perv and that I'd just stolen all this porn for no good reason. And anytime yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to tell people, no, I did it as a diversion, all my mates were like, oh yeah, that's a really likely story. And so until this yeah, yeah. day, and this is actually the first time I've ever, I've spoken about that since high school, but um, I was like, yeah, you know <laughs> that was it i used to always be the fall guy because i used to be because basically i mean i have bipolar disorder i was diagnosed when i was 14 and yeah. part of that involves being manic from time to time so once once we start getting on that dopamine train once we start doing hyper stuff i'm usually the one that will take it one step too far and that mm. that's very easy to scapegoat that person and make it so that that person gets in all the trouble and everything that everyone else that does done gets swept under the carpet because by comparison, mm. it's not that bad. So yeah, there yeah, you I go. Thank you for sharing that exclusive never story. Never ask me that question ever again. Now, okay, <laughs> I yeah. did. I did tell you it was an open book. It's like you uh, know, <laughs> you did. Fantastic. So, how long have you been streaming on Switch? Uh, two and a half years beginning of 2020 during the pandemic basically everyone the same, the same the same any poster pandemic streamer started during pandemic i think so yeah i started yeah. in the march of that year and how are you finding it so far i love it um i it took me a little while to find to, to get my actual niche right um yeah Basically, my plan was to play a bit of games on a Sunday night as a bit of a wind down. And, you know, if some casual conversations about mental health happen, then so be it. That would be that would be awesome, because basically I I have conversations with people either one to one or in groups and I educate people on mental health in schools and businesses for my day job. Um, So I thought, like, you know, I wanted to expand that and. I thought, you know, it'd be a great opportunity to do it. And it at first, it turns out I can't multitask, you know. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the ADHD, I can either game or talk to people, not both. Yeah. Um, and at first, you've not got enough people to talk to. Yeah. So, and then, so, and, and but also, if you can't talk to people while you're gaming, it's quite hard to kind of like build up that audience at first. So the, the, the beginning was a, bit, a little bit of a struggle. Um, yeah. But... I love it now. I I I don't even I I don't really think of it as streaming. I think of it as running a peer support network because basically what I do online, I did face to face for two years before streaming. Anyway, I I had a little group in a gym in Southport where we do an hour of exercise followed by an hour of chat and talk about how people's mental health is once a week. And now I just do an extension of that. Like this this the streams have got three different styles. Number one is on a Tuesday we do interviews. Um we call it emotional sandwich because we have um mental health check-in and then a conversation with a guest and then back to mental health check-in. So the 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 joke is that chat are the bread because they're at both sides. The guest is the filling and I'm the butter that holds it all together. 
Um, I am both delighted and mortified by that description. <laughs> and uh, that's Tuesdays. On a Thursday, we do something called Fill Your Cup Thursday, which is I don't do toxic positivity. I can't stand it, but I do make Thursday a little bit more a little bit more cheerleadery, a little bit. We we try and err on the side of positive on a Thursday. Yeah. Um, so we might, I might give some sort of like raw, rising motivational speech or some visualization meditation or something. And then on Friday, um, we call it, um, it, it was supposed to be called world to rights, which was a call in show, um, because we ask big, important questions about the world of mental health and, um, one of our, our audience called it story time and everybody in chat loved the fact that it was called story time so it's now called story time okay. so we have a call-in show on a friday but yeah it's um i love it like I, I, yeah i miss it when i don't do it uh yeah, yeah. it's um as much as it's uh it's a it's a community that takes as much as it gives and gives as much as it takes you know like i i really struggled with i really still struggle with my own depression and my own mental health mm-hmm. and for me to actually have that community to turn up for but we have a we have a saying in the community which is your mental health may fluctuate but your value never does and in the last sort of six to 12 months, I've said that to people so many times that I've now actually started saying it to myself whenever my mental health fluctuates, because I used to believe that if I was depressed, well, I mean, I didn't just used to believe it. People did treat me that way. You know, it was backed up by some evidence, but I used to believe that I wasn't valuable to people when I was depressed and I was only valuable to people when I was manic and people always wanted that up hyper version of me and you know and no one really wanted the well i say it's like having tigger and eeyore trapped in the same body you know and it's like everyone wanted tigger and no one wanted eeyore but the community the community like will accept me on my tigger days will accept me on my eeyore days and anything in between and it's um it's a it's a really yeah it's just a really kind of mutually beneficial space i believe yeah no i feel that i've obviously been watching you for a little bit I think I might have met you through Papa Glitch through a raid. I think so, yeah. Um, so that's actually the next question I wanted to ask. So you always hear about people that run garages, mechanics. They never look, have chance to look after their own car. <laughs> Builders never get to work on their own house. Yeah. So how does a mental health coach manage to keep on top of their own mental health? You know what? My job sort of my job sort of requires it. Um, I have people that I talk to about it because the community is a peer support community. Because I can't, I can't do what I do offline on Twitch because it it would it would break terms of service. Yeah. Um. So we are offline. It's funny, really. I work for the NHS, and I'm literally okay. allowed to give like, you know, basic ish medical advice. Wouldn't go like nothing above my station, but I'm allowed to kind of like. I'm allowed to coach people one-to-one. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed, I I am, you know, in Lancashire, I am one of the lead coaches on basically teaching teachers and even psychologists how to, um, in how to basically bring this stuff into classrooms. And I can't do that to that level on Twitch. So it's so, but, but we, so what, so instead what we do is peer support and peer support is basically, we're not given any medical advice. We're just sharing experiences and essentially because the house, so as I said on the previous answer, like sharing those experiences, um, my audience holds space for me. And I did feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I felt, I did feel really self-indulgent the first few times I did it. But I think that's the whole thing is that you create a space um, like people who get, you know, like 
gets stuck in certain games or whatever and it's and they blame the audience for it but really it's down to you to say i'm not going to play that game it's down to you to curate your space and um like for example one of the big things i realized earlier on well probably about a year in was that certain channel point redemptions would exhaust me and i'd get frustrated by seeing them come up i've got like literally a load of hats all over the floor still and there was one about wearing a hat and every single time that came up uh, I, yeah, the first few times i was like i brought all these hats into the room and i've never taken them out the, the, the redemption's been gone for 18 months but they're still on the floor yeah. um but those things are now curating that's like those those redemptions would really would really do me in um and I just found like, okay, well, what is it in this space that's taking more of my energy than, than, and I just re- essentially removed those things. Yeah. Um, and then I basically, you know, made it so that I, I won't turn up if I'm the, at the absolute bottom of a depression, mm. but, um, but I will turn up if I'm in the somewhere in there and I've still, cause at the bottom of a depression, I've got no words to say, you know, I've just, I can barely string a sentence together. Yeah. But within a depression, I often think that the perspective's better on certain things. Like my takes on certain topics are actually better when I'm there. It's a little bit like going to the doctors, you know, like you, I don't know if you've ever struggled with your own mental health, but like quite often you'll when you'll phone up to make a doctor's appointment. And then by the time you actually get your appointment, you're okay again. And then you try and explain how you were feeling at the time. And because you're not in the storm anymore, it doesn't quite work. So yeah, like basically turning up while I'm in the storm is one thing. Taking time off of other things, um, knowing which bits of my job build me up and which ones break me down, because the inclination, there's a there's a I call this the, like the Goldilocks thing. You know, basically there's the inclination to just if things are too hard to automatically go to too soft. You know, it's like. And actually, Goldilocks, she may have been a bit picky, but I think she had a point. It's like there is a just right. So there's there's certain things that I'm best taking time off from. But if I take time off from absolutely everything, mm. um, unless I can full on give myself permissions and not need to do that work and to fall behind or whatever, I, I miss out from a lot of those things. So, yeah. So if, for example, I was really struggling, um, there's a, you know, there's a, again, channel point redemptions are a big thing. I will turn certain channel point redemptions off. Yeah. Um, or I will just refuse to honor them sometimes. Like there's one, there's one called the Mandalorian. Uh, who is down here. Yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah. <laughs> and he and I are two completely separate people. Must keep mm. this lie alive. Um, and when that mask goes on, you know, I have to, I mean, the Mandalorian has to um give a very deadpan kind of advice in a in a like actual mental health advice in a star wars fashion it's bizarre now if i for if if i it was to really be me in that mask which it isn't we are two separate people i'm sorry this this lie is honestly half my life is keeping this lie alive Um, it would take a lot it does take a lot for me to do those because I have to be very creative and think on my feet and not and basically take feedback from what a person is asking. And instead of just running with whatever's top of my mind, I have to kind of put that into that character. So that would be turned off for those days where I'm feeling really, you know, like it's a big struggle for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's just making the environment right for me. And like, yeah. cause the thing is you get caught up, you're an entertainer, you know, but you're an educator, but you're a streamer, but you're a, 
personality, but you're also people's friend and it's, you're so many different things. And, um, it's ultimately understanding that actually, um, like I tell my audience a lot of times, it's not selfish, it's self first, you know, if I can't, I can't pour from an empty cup. That's why we have the whole fill you cup Thursdays thing. And, um, yeah, it's making sure those streams are good for me. But me, I mean, and that's the same in stream, off stream. What can I do to make my environment better? Sorry, yeah. some of my answers go on big time. No, 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 it's all, no, it's fine. <laughs> so I've been speaking to someone on Twitch for a while called Bakeface. She's one of my favorites. She's from Canada. So she okay. streams at all crazy hours. And we had a bit of a stream where I went on Discord and I jumped into her stream and kind of hijacked it for a couple of hours. Um, and she talks about having a cluttered environment when she's streaming. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I like to have as little as possible around me when I'm creating. I yeah. only want what's in front of me. Um, do you feel that sentiment where you could potentially get quite overwhelmed with like, like you say, there's loads of hats currently sat around you <laughs> or staring at you, judging you? Uh, no, this weirdly, weirdly, it doesn't bother me. Occasionally, I tidy this room for my wife's benefit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like honestly, there's um, like I, I think if I, I'm not till I won't tilt my camera down for you because the connect the cable that's okay. connecting it, it's like yeah, sometimes yeah. falls out. But um, I have like secondary cams that we sometimes use, and I'll show people just how messy my desk is. Um. And like it's horrendous, but when I'm looking at the screen, there's there's nothing. There's nothing outside yeah. of the screen. There's only what's going on on the screen. Um, I also have yeah. uh, you know to to manage the ADHD. Like um, I have you know I'm I'm playing with fidget toys like a hundred percent of the time. Basically, I've got like one in each hand while under the <laughs> yeah. under the camera while we're doing this. Um. So yeah, having those things around doesn't necessarily bother me. I have I need to have certain things in certain places. So like you know, I will create a space where my coffee goes, and I and my stream decks like kind of right there, just just in front of me. Um, and I also need the 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 thing I can't have too cluttered is my right hand screen, um, because sometimes I have we have a a full on joke about me being behind on chat. It's like it's max. It's my favorite place to be is yeah. behind on chat like i don't like being caught up with chat because then i actually have to proactively talk about yeah, things yeah, yeah, and, and i'm like honestly i'm that full on you know the ralph wiggum mean meme of like so do you like stuff you know mm. that's that's me when it comes to starting conversations yeah. but um which which is why like you know I, I actually much prefer, I, I run my own podcast and, you know, yeah, despite yeah. the fact I'm like 300 episodes in or whatever, I still prefer to be on other people's than to be running my own. Um, but in, and if, and I, if, if I don't know specifically what I want to talk to someone about when they come on, I can't just have someone on and go, so um, tell me about your mental health journey and be open yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, I need straight, to kind of yeah. know, I need to know what angle I'm speaking to a person for. Um, but yeah, the clutter on the on this screen, there can't be anything that's moving on this screen to my right at all. So if I um, have my created dashboard open while I'm there, um, because sometimes I need the up-to-date chat on this screen whilst I've got yeah. the out-of-date chat open on my main monitor. Okay. Because sometimes I, I don't want to lose where I am in chat, but I also yeah. need to react to what's currently coming in. Uh, which is fun, and then Fridays for every like all all my mods know that I I need like a full on 
I need my brain to just decompress for several hours after Friday stream because I'm managing both of those chats whilst also managing a live caller in the Discord. And as much as I love being behind on chat, um, I don't like being so far behind on chat that new people coming in feel like they're being neglected. And that's the yeah. hardest part, I think, now. I'm at a, I'm at a really difficult um size with my community and the fact that we want to can we want to continue making it bigger and we want to keep growing but there's only so much you can be behind i don't give short answers i'm pre pretty sure you've already yeah, figured okay. that out that's i fine. give like i as far as i deal with everything that comes into chat sequentially and i give it the credit it deserves so yeah. i'm not one of these speed runners for chat you know and um and that's the thing that i i struggle with is yeah, i yeah. want that to be i'd love that to be the perfect level of clutter but when it comes to the physical environment yeah, yeah. no as long as my mandalorian ha helmet's somewhere nearby and <laughs> As long as you know, I can get access to my stream deck and controls yeah. for my lights, those things, as long as they're not lost amongst the crap. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so with streaming, and I know that you're going to be honest with this because you've been honest with everything so far, and obviously we've had a bit of a pre-podcast chat. What do you honestly think of twitch as a platform the honest answer is i actually try not to think about it too much Fair enough. because i actually think people get pulled into worrying about whether twitch is doing what it should a lot of the times now i i think a lot of times they should do better um i think that the hate raid situation in 2021 i know they still go on but like particularly last year the the whole hate raid thing with no response whatsoever i thought that was dreadful um i've seen them lock creators i know out and give no reason except for to say yeah we're working on it for months at a time so there's all that um i think they've got certain things right over youtube um so yeah. the emotes thing the, the the like the raids hype hype trains do i like them not really um like they, i think they i think but i think because they're a dedicated streaming service as opposed to youtube being a multiple yeah platform you know i think that it's the community on twitch no Oh, they, 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 we're, we're a bit different, aren't we? We know, like, we know what streaming is, and we know what community is when it comes to streaming. And um, like, everyone else on YouTube, if people go on there to watch videos and then they stumble into a stream, it's a little bit alien to them in places. And people are like, "Well, I can watch this for free, so why would I ever give anybody any money and all the rest of that?" Um. I uh, as for a, yeah as for a platform I think I think they need to do better. Um, I went to TwitchCon Amsterdam this year, right. and the um all of the stuff that they were getting people hyped up about in the like opening ceremony was all to do with like revenue splits and mm. and so and such, and it was like such minor changes really. I think the revenue split is ridiculous, you know. It's I don't 50 know. Now, isn't it? Is it, is it well? Is it? Is, is it wasn't it always? I think it was seventy thirty for like the top echelon of creators, like Ninja, yeah. Tifu, 
um, you know, these but the old, the whole the whole fifty fifty thing as well is fifty fifty after tax, which Amazon right. are like, if you don't understand the tax in your local country, Amazon are taking that first and just assuming that you're American. And it's one of those weird things that I think obviously Twitch itself needs to make money, and I get that. Um, but like, and and I know that, and, and like, and, and of, but it's like one of those things that when it's when it's run by Amazon, you think that they'd know like what they were doing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's like dying anytime soon, like a few people do. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. It's um, as I say, yeah. if I get if I get caught up too much in that. For right yeah. now, it's a platform. It's um, it allows me to do things that I wouldn't yeah. be able to do without it. I, you know, I have no intention of really moving over to YouTube like just yet or anything like that. I like the fact. What I do like the f- is is the fact that they've changed the exclusivity thing now because obviously before it was like you can't if you're, you know, you 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 sign an affiliate deal or if you even especially if you sign a partner deal, it's like yeah, and now you we own you and your likeness, and I'm like no, that's yeah. just dodgy. Um, you know, so like not being able to post things that you've posted to other platforms, even clips of it. Um, yeah, yeah. and I also think it's got it's got some it's got some interesting communities in terms of what I think what people expect to get out of it, like the conversation of whether I personally think that Twit being a streamer is a job. Like it's honestly, yeah. it's like it's it's a ridiculous amount of work, and you have to be, you have to be the entertainer, you have to be this the showrunner, you have to be the editor, the you know all of that stuff, the promoter, yeah. um, all of that stuff. It's like in order to actually get anywhere, um, yeah. but I think a lot of people get into it thinking that it's going to be easier than it is. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think I also think that the the revenue split or the wealth split you know between the to- the, t- the super duper top creators and the and and other people could be better but the, that's not really down to twitch that's down to who who views and who and who donates and who does you know like i remember like when i watched a lot of harris heller when i first came onto twitch myself and like he'd be there like saying just stop donating to me like i'm doing okay i've got stream beats it's making money go and donate to a lower tier streamer who's like who needs the money more and all the rest of it and then people are just like throw 10 grand at him and it's it's such a weird thing that despite the fact that like much of the twitch audience are like come from this sort of probably want more equality it's like they're still they still give their viewership and to the higher to, to the people who are making the most money already and they still throw mm. like they, they they still throw like if they're going to throw 20 gift subs it's like they might throw it at like this at like someone who doesn't really need it as opposed to kind yeah, of yeah. their best friend who 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 might need it and it's it's a weird it's a really mm. really weird system yeah i never thought of it like that yeah right we're gonna quickly go to a break Mm-hmm. Got about four minutes left on this one, and I don't want to uh, catch it mid-flow. So um, I'll send you a new link in a sec. I'm okay. going to go to an advert, guys, um, and I will speak to you in a second. I'll send you an email very, very shortly, all right? Okay. Keep it bedlam. Cheers. Two Lasses Spirits Rum, www.twolassespirits.co.uk. Use code BEDLAMUK for 10% off at checkout. Nicest rum I've had. Got a bottle right here with me. Yorkshire Spiced Rum. They also do 
chocolate orange rum. So uh, check them out, www.2thatofspirits.co.uk and let them know I sent you using code BEDLAMUK. Drink responsibly, 18 plus. Bye-bye. Welcome back. So Got audio you... from me this time? <laughs> yeah, 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 all good, yeah. yeah. So what you just said then, I wanted to sort of capitalise on, and then we can move on, is I've seen people start Twitch, and I've seen how much like a sub can mean to people. Yeah. And I've actually seen people get their first ever sub, and they're mm. just like, oh my god. So for someone, you know, like you say, at the top, 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 sometimes I've seen people give like, a hundred gifted subs to people and they don't even like acknowledge it i don't know if that's just because they're used to it and they're socially conditioned to it or if they just miss it because chat on some of these things i spoke to papa glitch about this it's just data yeah it's just like you couldn't keep up with that if you employed five people to admin you or add module whatever it's called but yeah it is a bit of a weird paradox it's kind of a sort of notice me senpai sort of attitude yeah Yeah, i mean there the thing is there's a lot of different things that motivate people um and i think i think it's a it's a very it's it could it could end up getting messy as a conversation i'm actually i'm actually quite excited about it really is the fact that there are there are different thing reasons why people sub to different people like you know sometimes they sub to sub to kind of you know support a friend over time the notice me senpai thing yeah i think that's there's, i think that definitely plays a role i don't think many people like to admit it um like and even not notice me senpai like the the streamer themselves to notice them sometimes it can be like you know other people in the community noticing them because i've no I've, I've known people in the past that were quite generous gift sub subbers and they weren't really huge into the conversation or whatnot but like other streamers within communities would would essentially like i don't know do things to befriend this person to hope that they then come and gift sub over at their place and such um we had we had someone who um who did i think a 50 on us at one point and a 100 on us i i lost it i like i just burst out crying and um and it's an it's a it's such a weird thing because obviously like the mods and people within the community suddenly started treating this person like loads better. And it's weird because it's like, well, should you treat someone loads better because they've given you a hundred subs? And it's like, well, yeah, maybe, but shouldn't you treat everybody that well? Well, yeah, but then what but then if you treat everybody exactly the same, then you treat then you treat the person that gives a hundred subs the same as the person who gifts one. And this is this thing that like like streamers and I've said this line myself a bunch of times is that you know we we try and we try and make it so that all we appreciate everybody equally. So we, like lurkers are a huge part of the backbone of you know of streaming. It's like you know I you know I get like sort of high twenties low thirties on my averages, but I would say there's fifteen to twenty people chatting like throughout most streams. So I know that there's like fifteen to twenty people like that that'll just lurking and and i appreciate that and 
And as we know with Twitch, the more people you've got in the room, the more people a crowd draws a crowd. It's like the weirdest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like queues outside of Pandora when there's only three people in the shop. They nailed that one like 10 years ago. But um but yeah, it's it's an odd one because like it's like, okay, well, do you, it's like well well what do you appreciate more it's like people will be like oh well, you know i don't mind how many people are in there it's just as long as i've got active chat and that's i mean my i have i mean i don't just have to say that that is the truth with mine like if i don't have active chat i don't have a stream you know it's like i'm like oh right we've not got a game to fall back on even you know even though i do i am a gamer i still love playing games i just don't love playing them on stream because i don't enjoy the game to the same level and i don't enjoy the conversation to the same level so i would rather game on my own i mean i i mean for example like vampire survivors is quite a popular stream game these days and i absolutely dominated that game i have got like you know i've got every single achievement in that game and i can i can put builds together with that where i can literally sit with the controller to one side and it and my and my character my little you know vampire hunters just sat there in the middle just 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 ripping through everything that's on screen from about 14 minutes in so in and it but i don't i don't bother doing that although i have said that i might go back to some game streams when hades 2 comes out because hades was one of my early streams anyway i've done that thing yeah. again with the digression no, that's fine. the um that's fine. but the point being is that you know different people do things for different reasons and that's okay yeah. it's like you know it's and it's um it's like yeah it's a it's a it's a weird thing because you know you say they get socially conditioned to it and i think you do like the first like when i got after i got that hundred done mm. like like for a few days like whenever if, if someone did five or ten like i wasn't there i i wasn't my energy level wasn't there and it wasn't that it was it, that because that, i refuse to fake it that's like i mean that's that's another side of it uh, and so there was points that I was saying, I'm sorry if if this isn't, I was actually apologizing for not giving people the reaction that I was, you know, that, you know, that, that they deserved. And yeah. it'd be like, look, I might not look like I'm grateful right now because I'm not, you know, I'm not a hype streamer. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, a, I, you know, that you know, I have a box of freaking tissues here because I cry a lot. That's, that's the thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's odd. And I think, you know, for a, for a big streamer like that, they have probably also met a bunch of those people that just want to do things to get their name read out or just want to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, people and, and you know, let, let's face it, it's not just viewers that are that are doing that. Um, streamers. I I have a ginormous flow chart that my brain goes through when I pick a raid. Like raids, raids are an interesting. I'd love to like get in and and discuss the psychology of raids because I think that you know what motivates a person to raid certain places. I like to mix mine up, and I because it's one of those things. Like, well, are you just raiding for clout? If like if by going for bigger streamers, it's like well, or are you just ra raiding to show off? If you're going for smaller streamers, or are you just raiding for nepotism? If you just pick your friends all the time. So I, this is what my flowchart looks like it's like how much how of my friends list that are that are live right now how recently yeah. have i raided each of those people um yeah. and if i feel i've raided all of my friends too much then i go on to someone else and my tendency is to go down the route of uh picking another person with the mental health tag or picking another person with the neurodivergent tag or the adhd tag 
and we'll go and like you know like I'll, i don't obviously because you're not supposed to watch people's streams on your own stream because it classes as restreaming i'll just go and pause them and have a little look through their bio and see if like that vibes with me or not because it's a i you know it's hard to meet other mental health streamers because if you do the whole thing where you go on Twitter, like who are other mental health streamers, people go, oh, you're just doing engagement farming. And it's hilarious. That I mean, okay, here's another one for you. People who do nothing but engagement farming get celebrated when they do something serious. People who do nothing but serious stuff get picked on when they do engagement farming. And it's all a game all of it like getting it you know getting people into your stream or get or building up followers on twitter and then and then getting those people from twitter to come and check out your stream or getting the people in your stream into your discord all that stuff i feel like me me camera's locked up on you there hasn't it but it's it's it's, but it's all one big game and the weird thing is the people that get i feel the people that get called out for playing that game are often the most genuine people and the yeah. worst thing about that is the most genuine people are often the most apologetic people. So if you call out someone who's not really genuine, they just don't give a shit and they and they just keep on plowing on and they keep on doing what they were doing before. Whereas if you call out a genuine person, a lot of times the most genuine people are the most apologetic. So it's like getting a person who's doing something good to stop it is so much easier than getting a person who's doing something bad to stop it. So we've only got sort of 15 minutes left, but I want to add some fuel to your fire on that. I don't Go want for to it. become a toxic podcast. I'm <laughs> not here to try and do gotcha moments. I'm not here to try and get Matt Hancock on and say that he's a dickhead or anything like that. But something that I've noticed quite recently on Twitch is there's a lot of streamers that only stream. They don't check anyone else's streams out. And I'm coming from that, from a musician slash event organizer. Yeah. And if you, in my town, only play bass in your band and you don't check out other people's bands, you will not be thriving and you will probably burn quite a lot of bridges. Mm -hmm. You have to engage with other streamers. And I, I think that's something that just needs to be sort of highlighted sometimes. A lot of people dedicate a lot of their free time to streaming. It's literally the only time that they have in the week. Yeah. But I do think that people could make a bit more of an effort. And I have seen people stream. You know, I have seen their names in the past on other people's streams. So I know it's possible. But like I said earlier, people get a bit insular on Twitch and they forget that there's a world out there, you know? <laughs> so in a, I'm going to go, I, I actually agree with that point and I am, I am a networker, but not a networker for the sake of networking. Yeah. Like run the numbers kind of be in as many places as you can. Um, yeah. But also I don't spend a huge amount of time in other people's streams. I spend bits of times in there. And I think that's down to the fact that I think some people are creators and some people are consumers. Now that works within, I'm also, you know, I'm also a musician myself. I used to be, I've been in a bunch of bands and I totally agree with that ecosystem that if you were the type of person, and I just show up and do your gig and not chat to people and not go and support other people when they're live. 
um, it just the whole thing falls apart. And again, the, the the person that's going to grow quicker or the bands that are going to do better aren't always the ones that are the best musicians, but the ones that balance that you can't be the best. If you're the best networker, but you're a shit musician, yeah, you'll probably have a lot of friends, but you probably still won't get a lot of gigs. If you're yeah. an amazing musician and a terrible networker, unless somebody discovers you and pushes you Maybe. and then someone does that bit for you, you're not going to yeah. go very far. No, so ideally yeah. you want to be a nice balance of the two. Yeah. Um, now, but that's if we're making the analogy of comparing streamers to musicians, I often try and make the analogy of comparing streamers to just generally social media influencers. Oh, I hate that word. Oh, yeah, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. Although I do plan to influence people in a positive way to try and help yeah. them with their mental health, you know, so I don't mind influence, but influencer just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think I think basically it's kind of like a leader and a follower situation. And that's the that's the weird thing. Like that's why I feel um hover, apart from meant there's many reasons hover didn't work, but I think hover didn't really work because the only people that were on stream it's okay. You go to a networking event in yeah. in, in that three-dimensional real world out there, right? And actually, this is what I thought at TwitchCon. I, I within within a few minutes of being at through, uh, of being at TwitchCon, I kind of had it sussed. I was like, uh-huh. "People aren't here to meet you. People are here to have you meet them." Yeah, and that's the same with networking events in like business networking events. Everybody in that room is doing the networking because it's what they're supposed to do, but their real motive is so that you know about them. Like and they and a lot of them will pl- will pay lip service and listen to you talk about you so that they can do it, but really. Yeah. That's the kind of one of the issues with it is that, and the same as what we even got into before of the idea of that there's a, there is, there's a lot of space for, there's, there's a huge audience out there. There is, there is, you know, a lot of streamers could be doing better than they are. A lot of streamers, you know, will, will continue to do better than they are doing now. Um, But I think there is that idea that there's only a few spots at the top. And I think Mm -hmm. people are often fighting for that. Now I've always said, and the reason like, you know, with my podcast, um, I've always said that and my purpose is to serve people and by and if I can if I can bring someone on my podcast that does the exact same job as me but their personality yeah. vibes with you better than mine does and you end up loving that person and moving over there's a bunch in my community that moved over to Papa Glitch when Papa Glitch was still doing mental health streams and still a few of them are still in there now that he's doing art streams that Papa Glitch is a fine example by the way of basically making building your environment to suit you and letting seeing what happens with the audience yeah, he's, he's, re, you know, he's gone he's gone from comedy to mental health streams to I you know to to kind of back into gaming and now he's literally gone completely to painting Citadel miniatures yeah. and, and equivalent you know those type of things and he's loving it and yeah, as is. a result, yeah. his audience are loving seeing him love it. And therefore, yeah. he's created that amazing ecosystem. Um, I used to say yeah. that. I used to, um, Papa Glitch as well, when he was a mental health streamer, um, I used to always refer to him as your favorite mental health streamer, favorite mental health streamer. So because it, to my audience, and that was it, I'd, I'd push people over to go and check him out all the time you know i would raid him even though he was my direct competition because as yeah. far as i'm concerned if the person that if if one of my audience sits and chats to chris and thinks you know what i like the way he works better than dave i still i think i've done the best possible job for that person because I, for anything else if me trying to retain that person when there's someone else that could be serving them better that's wrong so yeah 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 no fair enough 
It's a murky old world out there. (laughs) I just like Grimbles. Yeah. Shout out, Chris. Oh, I do love Grimbles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Auntie G. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen that episode, but I actually start crying of laughter when he pulls out Auntie G. Oh, I've not. Very, very nasally puppet. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, sponsored by Orbisoil. So we've just got a couple of quick fire um, questions for you. They're very, very silly, very, very UK centric. So just say the first thing that comes into your head. Is a Kinder Egg a toy or is it a deliciously chocolate treat with an added bonus of a toy inside of it? The second one. It's a deliciously chocolate treat with the added bonus of a toy. Baby belt or cheese string? Baby belt. Camping in a tent or a static caravan for one week? Oh, okay. for a whole week, caravan. Yeah, <laughs> that last bit got you. Yeah, yeah. Living Context in a is everything. C- it really is, yeah. Living in a city or living in the countryside? Countryside. Chocolate or sweets? Controversial. Chocolate. <laughs> Bath or shower? Shower. Right. Okay, so... Dave, you've done something naughty. You're going to prison, unfortunately. This it's is how a bunch of porn telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freeze FBI. Um, would you go to prison for £10,000 a day? Every 24 hours, you'll get £10,000 either in cash or put into your bank account. You can come out whenever you want, but it is a maximum security prison, and I cannot guarantee your safety whilst you're in there. Would you be up for the challenge? Nah, I'm too much of a snack. <laughs> I don't I've... even think I was expecting that answer. <laughs> the amount of times I've like really gone to the effort of like trying to explain that question and people just go, no. And I'm like, oh uh, man, I just spent I, like two I, minutes. I get, I, I get it. I get it. But you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't last five seconds in a maximum security prison. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to get my 10 grand fair enough have you got any minor inconveniences that you want to get off your chest i can't really think of any at this moment in time other than icy roads um minor well you know obviously the one i mentioned at the very start of the podcast is not having an electricity supplier right now but i have electricity so it's fine but that'll be another three hour phone conversation probably tomorrow to try and sort this out um other than that um it's our end of year meeting at the NHS, and then want them, they they put in another meeting at nine a.m. the other side of the town. So I, I I can't do a gym session as long as I want to on Wednesday morning, and I normally do my my food shopping on a Wednesday morning as well, which means my food shopping will have to be on a Wednesday evening now, which I don't like going to the shop in the evening. There we go. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Do you ever find as a guitarist that you lose a lot of guitar picks? Uh, I mean, I've got like a bunch of them right here, but yeah, I've got, I've, I've lost. The worst thing is, I had a tub of them with lots of mm. different ones in, and I've lost the tub. So that lost, that's like losing a lot of guitar picks at the same time. It's like meta loss. You've really uh, taken it to another level on that one. <laughs> um, plans for the future, and please feel free to give a shout out to your own podcast. What's it called? And uh, how often do you stream on Twitch? Is it three days a week? 
Yeah, Twitch is three days a week. Uh, the podcast is shockingly unaccurate, uh, not unaccurate now, un- irregular now, despite the fact, you know, you, like I've got, so I, I did a little thing earlier in the year called the, Mel- the Mental Health Ultra Marathon, which was yeah. 36 consecutive podcast episodes over 36 hours. Um, and that gave me a backlog, which which everyone was like, oh, mate, you've got content for like a year now. And I'm like, no, I have a backlog now so um so yeah so i've got a lot of work to do with that um yeah the podcast called the mindset by day podcast i am mindset okay. by day everywhere on every social media platform ever it was yeah. originally called master the mind master anything but i changed the name for two reasons one um because um actually the title itself was kind of ableist within its own within its own self uh it was uh, it basically pushed any to the side people that can't overcome certain things. And I, once I realized that I'm like, goodbye. Uh, mm. And the other reason was um, it was master the mind, master anything with Dave Cottrell. No one searches for that name on me. Everyone searches for mindset by Dave. Yeah. So we called it the mindset by Dave podcast or the purple cast, because I've got a slight obsession with the color purple um, nice. slight obsession being huge obsession um any big plans yes so i vowed that after the doing the 36 hour one that i would never do anything quite so long i kind of lied um i'm not doing a solo show longer than that but i am i am doing something in the new year and uh, we haven't set a date for it yet but i'm thinking probably early february of okay. a of basically um a 247 hour so 24 seven um, raid relay. Um, and instead of it being the hype train, because that's, you know, basically a hype train for anyone who's not listening on, it doesn't do Twitch at all. Yeah, hype yeah. train is when you get a bunch of donations in a short space of time. And it's Twitch trying to basically be like monetization is everything. Um, we are calling it the hope train. So I have the, my weakness is in admin and my weakness is in organizational skills, even though I did organize all 36 guests myself for the, for the, um, ultra marathon. Yeah. Uh, so now I have, my job is to put together a raid relay team, um, where each person doesn't have to be a mental health streamer, but needs to at least kind of be okay with when you ask the question, how are you being okay? If the person says, actually, I'm pretty shit. Um, you know, it's like you need to actually, if you know, you need, if you need to be able to hold space for that. Uh, and now I'm thinking with that, I'm probably going to try and do that the first 10 days of February and it'd be a 10 day and seven hour stream because, okay. um, I've got a weird thing with numbers. The first one was the mental health marathon. It was 26.2 hours long, um, which is 26.2 miles in a marathon. So I did 20, I did 26 guests. Then the ultra marathon An ultra marathon is anything above a marathon. So we picked 36 and we originally tried to put it on the 3rd of June. So the third, I want also the 26.2 one was on the 26th of February. So the date was the 26.2. Um, and then the 36 one was originally supposed to be on the 3rd of June, but the queen went and had like a, diamond jubilee or whatever she was supposed to be if she was having on that day so we moved it back to the 10th of june um and then basically the reason that i'm doing this one for 247 hours is because 24 7 and mental health matters 24 7 so great yeah yeah so this is a bit of a wild card question to ask off the back of that because that was quite serious <laughs> yeah Go. You are at a Tesco's slash Sainsbury's slash whatever supermarket you find yourself regularly at. You need a meal deal. It's 12 p.m. You need to join the masses. You need to spend your £3.40, which is 
a bit mental now. It used to be three quid for like 10 years or something. However, yep. sandwich, snack, drink, yep. snack can also be a chocolate bar. Yep. What is your go-to meal deal? Um, sausage and egg triple, because you get three sandwiches for the price of two. Yep. Uh, a scotch egg. Yeah. And because it's at midnight, I would say a innocent smoothie or something like that. Um, if it was at the middle of the day, it would be a cherry Pepsi Max because I have very high caffeine, very low caffeine tolerance. So um, at midnight, a cherry Pepsi Max keep me up until like six a.m. <laughs> it's bizarre, but um, but yes, also and the innocent smoothie is is one of those things that it's like okay, well if you get those three items separately. Yeah, like you are you are maximizing your your value for your three pound and also i think i think i could be wrong on this one but in tesco if you've got a club card it's still three quid 350 if you've not got a club card and three quid if you've got one so, so it's 390 without a club card oh uh, so it's 340, 340 with it with... Uh, okay the only My reason i God. do that is because i go there every other day yeah, but you're down south way. so down south, yeah, that's right. It's it's it might be grim up north, but it's also cheap. <laughs> we now live in the world where Tesco club card, like a bottle of Jack Daniels, is like thirty five pounds, but if you've yeah. got a club card, it's about eighteen quid. Really? Yeah. So it's just like sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> All of the same. What happens if I've got two? <laughs> Not to be used. Whatever offers. Awesome. That was a fantastic episode. Thank you so much for your time. And I appreciate you being as flexible as possible with me. I'm now off to do another one. So uh, thank you Enjoy. very much. <laughs> and uh, I'll speak to you soon. All right. Thank Yeah. Thank you for having me. Cheers for listening, watching, viewing and subscribing people. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>